0: hey guys welcome to today's podcast today i'll be talking about is it impossible to track the success of video i'll be sharing a very personal story my name is corner ladigan co-founder of BizVideo. the purpose of this podcast is to take you on a journey of how we use story to grow our business thank you for joining me today is it impossible to track the success of video Now, the thing is, I've been battling with this for years, you know, how do you track video and so on? And I mean, this is a legitimate concern. A lot of, um, you know, potential clients of mine, they'll come and go, well, you can't really track video. Uh, It's not like pay-per-click, like advertising, where you can put in a dollar for keywords and then wait a week later and then see what type of results you've had from it. Right, so you can't go. You put in a dollar and then get out five dollars. It's a little bit more complicated than that. And um, you know, I've been battling with this. And you know, in this podcast, I, I really want to explore that. The biggest reason why is you know, if, if you have been thinking about creating videos, especially the type of videos that we create for our clients, so branding stories, um, really professional-looking stories that people buy into. You know, it's not a small investment. It's quite a large investment. You know, both money and time. So that's why this is important, that's why I'm going into this uh, today. But um, before we get started, I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll just tell you guys a little bit of a, of a story um, so that I can make sense of this in my own head as well and it'll make more sense for you as well. So back in the day in, at school, so going back to like year 11 and 12, uh, we, had, we had these swimming days, right? So I remember a few, like definitely a few days where it's lunchtime at school you know you're sitting there you're having your lunch and um, you know with all my friends and so on and I'm I'm enjoying it because you know we're having a good time and um, you know what's not to like about lunch at school but then in the back of my head I was thinking oh gee we've got swimming after this so obviously on the Gold Coast it's nice and hot so it is nice to go for a swim but I had a bit of a problem I was um, in my mind, I was I was really chubby those days, and I, I was really concerned about you know taking my shirt off. And um, I remember, um, you know, for some of these swimming classes, we actually had to go with DTS. So um, I'm not sure what the, what they're called. I think they're like called speedos in in other countries, like in South Africa and so on. But here in Australia, it's called DTS. And um, I, I was just super scared you know um because the thing is i I really wanted to look good and because i had a few mates that had abs and everything and i'm like man i I want abs as well i want to look i want to look good and um you know that's but more so i just i wanted to feel comfortable with myself and happy you know with the the type of person that i was um so now I'm, i'm probably like 16 to 17 at this stage and i've never really trained Um, I never went on a diet that actually worked or anything. I mean, I I doubled with a few things, but I'm like 16, 17, I'm at school. Like, you know, you're enjoying yourself. I'm eating a lot of chocolates and ice cream and just loving all those things. And, um, but then, you know, one day I was like, you know what, I really want to do something about this. I want to lose some weight. I want to look good so that when I do go swimming, it feels comfortable. And so I'm like, you know what, I should probably go start going to the gym regularly and I started going to the gym had a few mates at the time as well what we would do is we you know straight after school I I had my my license my car license I was one year above because in Queensland it's a little bit different um, in this state where um, normally you finish school at 17 well I was I was um, Finishing school at 18, so I actually had my license in year 11, so and then in year 12, obviously as well. So before all my friends, so what we would do is we'd jump in my little red Berina. I remember so vividly, like this little red Berina, and we'll drive to the gym straight after school and start gymming. And the thing was, like, you know, within like a month or so, I actually got some pretty good results. You know, I got I got muscular and so on, more muscular. So it was actually quite easy for me at that time because you know you're 16 17 peak of testosterone and all those things Um, but the problem was you know the abs didn't come so i'm like man i still feel so subconscious and or so sorry uh, self-conscious not subconscious subconsciously i was i was feeling self-conscious anyway so i'm like man i've got to go so this just kept going and i always weighed myself and you know trying to get a measurement but then at the same time i'm like man what else can i do and I thought, I'm getting some good results, I'm growing. So I had a lot of, you know, my peers and so on saying, like, yeah, you should try bodybuilding, bodybuilding comp. So I'm like, no, no, I'm not gonna do bodybuilding. I'm not gonna go on stage and pose in front of people and all that stuff, um, get a fake tan and all that. And then I'm like, you know what, let's give it a go. Because me just going to the gym, it's not working. And then, you know, at the time I was actually, um, I signed up for a, um, a personal training course and they taught me a little bit there. And there was this lady there that's, been, that's done bodybuilding before and she actually showed me how to diet and so on. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go on this journey I'll um, diet and I'll um, you know, go to the gym and, and just train properly. And you know what? The thing is I would weigh myself every single day. And at, the sta- at that stage, I think I was about 90, 92 kilograms. And I just would not lose any weight. Like nothing will happen. Um, 90 kilograms, 90 kilograms, 90 kilograms. So week by week, the weight didn't come off. But the thing is, I kept getting leaner and I kept, like, my muscles grew and everything, right? So 12 weeks later, I was absolutely shredded. I had six pack for the first time in my life and I didn't end up going on stage, funnily enough. And, um, you know, I did, I did lose maybe like one or two kilograms, but then the thing is, I looked completely different. And um, what, what I'm trying to say by that is, I was losing weight so fat on that side, but I was gaining muscle. So on the scale, there was no change. And I realized, like I was thinking about this the other day, like how, what type of story can I use um, or analogy that it'll it'll make sense to people. And I realized that, you know, using videos in your business is very similar to my little weight story that I just told you. So on the scale of views and engagement and likes and, and actual conversions, right? it's hard to see the results. But when you step back a little bit, big picture, you'll see a massive transformation in your business. So I thought, you know what, that's that's probably a really good little analogy. So the thing is, you can do all these kind of videos and strategies, but the foundation is the most important. So The foundation for me was transforming my body I had to have a good diet I had to do you know good discipline training and um, so if I translate that back to videos it's uh, it's one thing to just go create little videos here and there but if you don't have the foundation right that's where the bigger picture results won't be that evident so what I mean by Uh, foundation is, and this is where our clients normally engage us. We normally suggest do the foundation first. The foundation is get your business overview video, so your business overview story right. Get a couple of case study stories of clients that you actually help that look like other clients that you do want. And the third thing is cornerstone content videos. So cornerstone content videos is, um, I won't go into too much detail, but it's the, the five top objections that you might face every single day or false beliefs that your customers might have so what i'm doing to you right here is i'm trying to overcome a false belief in your mind here and that is is it possible to track video like you can't track video so why even do it so i'm using this story to help you overcome that false belief and the same goes for content videos so again business overview case studies and cornerstone content videos and the thing is, if if you do these videos, what it'll do is it'll actually connect with the people that you that matter to your business and make them trust you. So that's what I always teach my clients: get your foundation right first. And um, you know, that's that's really the story for today. And I mean, if I have to bring it back to like some real life like client stories that we've helped in the past, you know, one really good one is like Jody Brown from Buzzword. You know, um, he um, I've known him for for ages, and then probably like after eight years, he's like, okay, cool, let's do this. Let's get a video for his business. And what we did was we we told his whole story and he, like him and Phil, his business partner and really got people to know, like, and trust him. And a little story and you can go check it out in one of our case studies on our, on our website. Um, he actually told the story of like, you know, within the first week, he actually got like some deals out of it that, if he, if he adds that up, like the client value over the year or client lifetime, it was just a massive return. The thing is you can't even um, compare the results. So, like I said before, cost like, um, pay-per-click advertising, Google Ads is awesome, like all for it, we do it, you have to do it, um, it's just a different mentality. So where we put in a dollar there, try and get our $5, and then it's a positive ROI. The thing is with, a, with video and story, The potential of the opportunity is so big you can't even imagine. We actually have some clients where the videos and the foundation we've created for them, it's actually created massive opportunity, millions and millions and millions of dollars for the next few years for their business. The thing is, the story in the videos is a puzzle, it's a piece of the puzzle, right? So I'm not saying the video is the result, but without that video, that opportunity would have been a lot lower. And another good story is Tim from Kai Construct. Again, he said it in a case study story um, on our website. Go have a look. And he said one one thing, one result that he really got out of it, right? And this is where I'm like, how do you measure results and success from a video? Like numbers, it's really tough. Tim's story is really cool. So when he gets an inquiry from a client, he would normally send that video. Or if someone inquires with him, he, they would have watched this story. And the thing about that is, what he said was is when he meets up with those people, he gets a different vibe from them, meaning they love him already, they want to do business with him, they want them, They want Tim and his team from Kai Construct to actually build their dream home. Whereas before the video, they would get inquiries and so on, and the, the people would be scoping them out and checking if, like, if these are the right builders for them and everything else like that. But now it's just like, boom, we meet up, the, the, the potential clients are just happy with them already. So that's a massive result. So how do you measure that type of result? Especially if you start looking at like the next few years of your business, what is the opportunity of telling your story as a business? So I thought, guys, I'll, I'll use my little weight story as an analogy. I hope you guys have liked that. If you have any questions and so on and in, any feedback for this episode, please let me know i want to give as much value as possible and teach along the way so that you can have success with video and story in your business have a fantastic day